This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Mother's Day is May 12th. And in advance, Sona, happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you, You're Conan. a terrific mom, and your kids are here today with Did us. you get me a present? I'm Well, it's not May 12th yet, but oh. I'm getting you one. Okay, thank yeah. you. Well, guess what? Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price category or browse curated gift lists ranging from for the mom who has everything to the gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted. I, I like when you can so go by easy. price because I can go right down to the bottom. Oh, <laughs> Get lines of something for a dollar. Sorry, baby. Oh. <laughs> Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, and the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Oh, yeah. Shop now at Macy's.com slash gift finder. And happy Mother's Day, moms. Mm. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Oh, why, hello. Hi there, Jackie. Welcome to Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan. Hi, Jackie. Hello. Oh, there you are. We didn't see you there for a second. Uh, how are you, Jackie? I can't complain. And yourself? Uh, we're doing we're doing just fine. Where are you? Uh, where are you talking to us from, Jackie? Where are you in the world? I live in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. It's about an hour outside of Toronto. Oh, terrific! North is it north of uh, Toronto? It's south. It's south, just okay. on the other so side of the lake. Got it. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad that I um, I got the exact coordinates of where you are. <laughs> Very important. Uh, what's the elevation where you are <laughs> above <laughs> sea level? It's, it's Isn't it near Niagara Falls. It's close. It's about halfway between Toronto and Niagara Falls. Do you go to the falls often? Once or oh, twice a God. year. <laughs> yeah. Once you've once you've seen it, it's like, yeah, that water is up there and then it's down here. You've seen one waterfall, you've seen them all. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. I got it. Mr. Romance. Sorry. I saw the falls in like 87 and I'm like, yep. That water had a lot of potential entropy that then got expended. You haven't seen what they've done since? No, what do they do now? Well, at night they light them up all pretty. Oh, okay. Well, I better get my ass back up there and see the waterfall with different lighting. Uh, so tell us, Jackie, tell us a little bit about yourself. And I'm, I'm sorry to put down your falls. I'm sure terrific. Uh, tell us about yourself. What do you do, Jackie? What makes Jackie, Jackie? And why Jackie? I am the- There are falls too. <laughs> there are two sides. I am the director of behavior at Toronto Humane Society. Um, oh, yeah, it's been a behavior for the people that work there or for the animals? For the animals, <laughs> behavior of the animals. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Okay. Yep. I was going to say, sorry. I, uh, yeah, I moved back here, started this job about five years ago. Before that, I was doing uh, my master's in primatology before I moved into dogs and cats. Um, and then I went off and did my PhD in Prince Edward Island, which I believe is where you said your like nanny is from or something like that. Yeah. This woman that looked after us, Eva Murphy, she was from Prince Edward Island. And uh, yeah, she had, she had many old folk tales and folk remedies that she would apply to us. My brother Luke had a wart once. She cut a potato in half, rubbed one half on Luke's wart and buried the other half in the backyard. That's and cool. said, that'll take care of your wart. Yep. Did it work? Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> my, brother, my brother died a, a, a week later <laughs> of potato poisoning. It's a very rare way to go. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. I wish you would live. I wonder what you would have become. Uh, you'd probably be living in, I don't know, Holliston, Mass. Who knows? <laughs> but that's not the point. So um, my question is, uh, you said that you studied primatology where were you studying primates? So I did my master's, like the study part in England, but I did my research in Nigeria. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. So you were, you were in, the, in the jungle. Yeah, I mean, it was a forest, but yeah. <laughs> she corrected you. Wait a minute. What's so the, hard. Oh, yeah, I just, you got burned. Oh, wait a minute. How is it? <laughs> it's, it's a different a, ecosystem. No, it's a yeah. jungle. No, no, she took you down. No, I'm sorry. Are you no. doubling down? Oh, yeah, I am. I'm sorry. Wrong? I think I know a little more about primatology than Jackie, who just got her master's in no, primatology. You got moated, corroded, your booty exploded, you lame stain. No, I'm telling you, and I'm, boy, I'm going to write some stuff down on my arm next week, and you'll be sorry. Uh, I think that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to just stick with my claim that uh, monkeys, apes, chimpanzees live in the jungle. There. Mm. Okay, you're not buying it. Is it a rainforest at least? No, it was a pretty standard forest. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, you're looking for something I'm trying, more, but I'm, it's just a forest. I keep striking out. I just don't think of monkeys walking around a regular forest. Ask her if it was a rainforest cafe. Hey, could it? Okay, I get it. <laughs> So uh, so what did you learn about these monkeys and how did you study them? Sure. So uh, these primates, if you will. Yeah, it was all of baboons and I studied the big, bad daddy male ones. And so mm -hmm. I, I followed them around. Uh, I was trying to study. I went there to study their aggression. Actually, I was trying to learn about stress and how it related to aggression. And if you're more stressed, if you're aggressive or less stressed, yada, yada. But I got there and they were basically like the hippies of the forest. There was no aggression the entire time I was there. Oh. I didn't see a single fight, which is good, I guess. But I had to like. Can I ask you a question? Sure. I want to see a fight. Were, a these, were, these fight? were these baboons high? Were they getting high in the afternoon? Because that can really reduce aggression. <laughs> well, the, 420. <laughs> the theory that uh, I came up with really is that the reason they weren't aggressive is because they were in the forest. Most of the time, this particular species of baboons are in more open area and a lot yeah, of a jungle oh my oh, god, god. god. I'm sorry jungle. it's Come not on. a jungle I think they were mostly they're in the jungle and then they found themselves in this weird forest <laughs> in North Carolina what? and they were too confused to be uh to be stressful so that's interesting why do you think they were less stressful these baboons why weren't they 
Why weren't they uh, thumping their chests and attacking each other? Well, because this particular species of monkey usually lives in a much more open area, like a savanna. Mm -hmm. And because they were, a lot of fights start when uh, monkeys see each other doing things they don't want them to do. And because they were in a forest, they were able to conceal their activities. So if a lower ranking male was to have sex with a female, which normally the higher ranking males wouldn't abide by, the higher ranking male just wouldn't see it. And so there was less fights because they were able to conceal their activities. That's, That's cool. right. If you what you you can't get mad about something if you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> this is fascinating because I get into a lot of fights with people. <laughs> When oh. someone when someone younger a younger male is having sex with uh-huh. someone and I find out about it even though I'm happily married I become enraged and often attack them. Uh, you do a lot of activity that's similar to the baboons. Yeah. It sounds like you're just very baboon. You're just mad because I threw my feces at you yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and you tried to rip off my face and genitals the other day. Yeah, yeah. I got the genitals, <laughs> and you didn't seem to miss them. You called me left of them. You got you called me three days later and said, "Hey, <laughs> were you were you?" You hear? Did you grab my genitals? <laughs> when was the last time you saw them? I don't know. I don't really pay attention. I think it's been about three days, but who can tell? You know what? If you can give them back, great. No rush. Yeah. <laughs> Take your time. I, I I was gonna mail. I was gonna FedEx them, and then I just did regular mail. Okay, uh, medium mail. Uh, so, um, Jackie, I'm sorry. We went down a little bit of a rabbit hole there with torn genitals and me throwing feces at uh, Sona, and I yeah. apologize because that's unprofessional. Do you apologize to us or oh, no, 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 no? Okay. no. No, right, I apo- just, okay. just I'm just looking right at the it. microphone and apologizing to that. Okay. Apology accepted. So you studied these. First of all, I love that you say you followed these baboons around. Do you have to, is it like a detective who's following a criminal where they're not supposed to know that you're following them? Is that an issue? Well, or once they're used to you, it's really, they don't even care about you at all. But my first day there, so they have this, these particular two troops that I was following, they've had, they've been studied for generations. Uh, and so any person, they can identify different humans. And so any person that they recognize, they totally ignore. But my first day there, I was following around uh, the troop and we walked from a more, uh, a less foresty area into a foresty area in this path. And across the top of the path, there was a branch and one of the little juveniles, he jumped up on top of that branch and looked down at me square in the eyes and just grabbed this branch and just broke it. Like he was like, this is what I'm wow. going to do to you. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. God. See this branch. This is your neck. If you get out of line. Did that wow. scare you? Did it, I'd it be scared. I'd run. No, he was so little. It was adorable. Oh, oh, yeah. More pathetic. Yeah, it was yeah, an idol. Just like, yeah, ha ha, what are you going to do? <laughs> Poor little baboon. Um, and so do you name these uh, these primates? So I don't name them. We would have the, our, our assistants, our field guides were locals. They were people from the local village. And uh, one of their jobs was to name them because they've been studying, they've been following them for generations. And so every time a new baboon is born, they get to name them. And oh, cool. there was this baboon this one time uh, right before I got there who, unfortunately, her mother uh, uh, abandoned her. But another oh. baboon had recently lost an infant and was still lactating. And oh. so she kind of found her, scooped her up and basically adopted her. And that's oh, nice. That's so a nice cute. story. And so the uh, local field guides named her and I forget the name, but it was some beautiful word in some Nigerian language. And we said, oh, that's wonderful. What does it translate to? And they said, garbage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're like, 
That's terrible. And like, well, the other monkey discarded her like garbage, and so she's garbage. That's awful. <laughs> Who had to? I, someone's going to have to break it to that monkey. That's terrible. So, uh, what's my name? Yeah, about that. Let's have a seat. Do you mind uh, just popping a squat here in the jungle? It's a forest. Okay, oh, whatever. God. Anyway, so about my name again? Is it Willie or Charlie? Is it Steve? Yeah, okay. It's garbage. Like the 90s band? No, because you were discarded by your original mother who didn't love you. Oh. Yeah, sorry about that. You just broke a stick. Why are you threatening me when I'm just telling you the bad news? Mommy. I oh, mommy. Oh, she broke your heart the way you broke. Mommy. Oh, oh, you want me to be your mommy? mommy. Okay, I think I'm lactating. Come here, little fella. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> That's right. When you, when you have red hair and you're a man, strawberry milk comes out your nipple when you lactate. Mommy. God, what a stupid little what play we just did for you. Do I hated being here for that. Really? I think it was pretty I tight. really didn't enjoy that Guess at all. Guess what? Guess what? I just wrote all of that down and I'm sending it to Pixar. Oh, yes. Garbage the Baboon? Garbage the Baboon is found by co television host uh, Conan O'Brien. Lactating television Lactating host. Lactating television host. And strawberry milk comes out. That's half the story right yeah. there. Jackie, we're cutting you in on this as the consultant. I'd watch that, so sign me up. I'm out. Yeah, so you didn't believe, so you, get, yeah. you don't get to share. Yeah, you don't get oh, nothing. Oh, that's too bad. I All guess right. I'm not in the Pixar movie about this baboon. A man is, is lactating in it? That's yeah. what it was? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that's a bad movie. The movie's called God Doesn't Make Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. So no, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there. California. <laughs> California, Sona, no matter where California. you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. I'm a California resident. So are you. Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching. You can go hiking in Yosemite. And then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want. They got it in California. Hey, if you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Okay. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. 
Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it it down I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loud speaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone (laughs) cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on oh, this? Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. Yeah. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not oh. with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm-hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling, Miller Lite, or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not, that's more people than are on earth because there are people on the moon using it in Saturn. (laughs) That's one over 1 billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn. 
the place to be, to be. Jackie, and so you've left this world of, um, well, sad, threatening baboons. Um, oh, I think we're living in the wrong club. <laughs> oh, my God. But man. then uh, you come uh, back home, and you are now in Hamilton, uh, up in Canada, and uh, you are working as a behavioral specialist yeah, with what kind of animals? So I'm the director of behavior at Toronto Humane Society. I'm an applied animal behaviorist. Uh, I work with the all the animals at the shelter. I will say, though, my specialization is really in cats. That's what my PhD is in. Oh, but I work mm. with dogs, cats, turtles, rabbits, you name it. But turtles don't have a behavior. They're just like, oh, I'm a turtle. <laughs> well, sometimes oh, there are things that we need to. I'm, a t- I'm, <laughs> I'm munching on something and now I'm not. <laughs> but now I am again. I don't understand that. It doesn't seem like there'd be a lot of moving parts with the turtle's psyche. So sometimes there are t- behaviors we need to encourage in our turtles. So if they don't spend a lot of time uh, on, like, we call it sunning. It's a fake light. But uh, under their sun lamp, they can get what's called shell rot. So you sometimes have to encourage the turtles to come up and spend more time on their sunlight. So we do train the turtles as well. Is that like the equivalent of bed sores? I guess. <laughs> oh. So so if they don't get enough proper light, the, the shell starts to rot. Yep. Wow. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess turtles have more going on than I thought. <laughs> oh, no. My, my house is starting to smell. <laughs> What? It's crumbling around me. <laughs> Coming to Pixar 2024. Oh, thank God you guys aren't in charge of Pixar. I, yeah. My turtle sounds a little like Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Uh, well, he looks a lot like a turtle. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Mitch McConnell. <laughs> He's always forgetting his shell. Um, so, uh, so, but cats, cats are your specialty and you know a lot about cats. Yep. There are two cats that live in my house. I, uh, they're not my cats, um, um, but they're cats that live in my home. (laughs) (laughs) Whose cats are they? Well, I just don't think of them as mine. Okay. Because, and also they don't really seem that interested in me. Uh, one is Thor and the other is Cleo. Um, and so maybe you have some tricks for me on how I can bond with them. What are things that cats like? I've tried- Stuff that I thought would work and it wouldn't, like making them really big sandwiches. <laughs> Have you tried lasagna? Sandwiches that are much. <laughs> yeah, I make, I make them really hot lasagna, large portions. Works for Garfield, um, right? No, yeah. What? Uh, what? Um, what do you suggest? What are some tricks for dealing with cats? Uh, well, I mean, giving them lots of food that that is appropriate for them is a good tip. Uh, another thing we like to do is training, just teaching them to do, you know, stupid pet tricks. That really helps foster your bond. And then there's this thing that uh, can work that's called, uh, well, it's called the slow blink or the kitty kiss. So it's really, it's what's just- the, What's the what's the slow blink? Tell I us. do this with my cat all the time. Do you? What is it? Oh, that's great. So yeah. you just kind of close your eyes gently and open them. And so normally they'll do that to you as well. It's really just a- a sign that they're they trust you and they're willing to make themselves vulnerable around you. And so if you if they do it to you and you do it back to them, then it's kind of a, 
a language that the two of you can develop together and really sort of have this communal understanding of what you're saying. So the kitty kiss is just- That's so weird because when I was single, I did this to women at bars. Oh God. I was often escorted off the property. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It never worked, the no, slow blank. it's a different species Is altogether. that a different it's, thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, th I forgot it was for cats. <laughs> I can't see you slow blinking at your cats. I feel like you just don't have the patience. I can't see you slow blinking. I can't slow blink. Everything I do is fast, quick, yeah. you know, Try I it. mean everything. <laughs> Ew, God. No, I don't mean, what did you think I meant? Sex. Yeah, oh, that's what I meant. Oh, oh yeah, that's, oh. What we're, that's what we're responding to. Oh, oh of course, yeah. It's oh, yeah. No, it's yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Very quick and unsatisfying for everyone. Oh. Yeah, over in seconds. Isn't that, that, I've made that clear, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, lightning fast. <laughs> yeah, like it never even happened. Uh, no one feels a thing. Uh. Anyway. Glad we cleared that up. No one feels, not even you. Oh, no, I feel nothing. No, no one, one feels anything. anything out of this? No one. No Why one. do it? It's one of those things you got to do. You know? It's like, why'd you climb Everest? Because it was there, you know? Hey, uh, so uh, I'm going to try slow blinking at these cats tonight, but I'm telling you, these cats are not into me. Oh. This they, is why. you. And correct me if I'm wrong. You slow blink and then you put your hand down, open up and let the cat come to you. And before long, you're bonded and you can do little head bumps. That's what I do with my That's cat. That's nice. cute. You know, here's the thing. Thor, I get along with better. That's the dude. Cleo, very skittish. Mm. Incredibly skittish cat. Cleo loves my daughter and just wants to hang out with her all the time. And now that she's away at college, she's around the house. And I'm trying really hard to bond with her. But I, she acts as if I murdered her in another life <sighs> and wants nothing to do with me. And I don't mm. know how to break this this uh, this terrible, terrible stalemate with Cleo. Well, what's your current strategy? Is it fast motions and blinking at her really quickly? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem is I move really quickly. And uh, if I don't immediately get affection, I throw a sneaker at them. Yeah. Oh. Um, Maybe at least go bad. for a slipper, yeah. something slightly softer. Just take a no, no, I don't. I would never hurt an animal. Let's make that clear right now. So there's no phone calls. Oh. <laughs> do we have phone calls? They, no, they love it do. when I intentionally misunderstand that this is a podcast. If you're listening right now, don't you call in. Uh, well, Jackie, we learned a lot. Yeah. We learned a lot. And I'm going to try all of this that you just said with Cleo tonight. And uh, I'm also, I want to find out what happened to Garbage. Maybe Garbage needs to be rescued and oh, brought to the yeah. big city. Right. Good, good. The sequel to the Pixar movie where Garbage goes to New York. Yeah. Or I could put on, I could dress up like the man in the uh, in the yellow suit. Oh, yeah. The yellow hat. Yellow hat. And I could go and I could get Garbage and bring him to Los Angeles and make him part of the podcast. Sounds great. Oh. Uh, no? What? What's the matter? What's I'm the matter? Okay. No. Oh, no. It's oh, a great idea. I'm sorry. Is that what you guys wanted to hear? That's someone's an excellent idea. Because there's going to be a monkey here? Yeah. That's a threat. <laughs> you want to hear it's what we expected. Yeah. So okay, what? Okay. No, you're right. That's a great idea. You don't even know what climate garbage lives in. You keep thinking it's a jungle, but you can yeah. make this look like a jungle. It'll be fine. You, you should never be around animals, it sounds like. Probably not. Yeah. There's a just... Christmas tree in the lobby. That's halfway to a forest right there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Garbage is going to love it here. Yeah. Well, I look forward to Garbage uh, Takes Manhattan, the sequel. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, trust me, Garbage Took Manhattan a long time ago. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Oh, boy. Tupac. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, um, hey, Jackie, really nice talking to you. Yeah, you as well. Yeah. And uh, best of luck uh, with everything and all your endeavors. And I hope our paths cross one of these days. You never know. Yeah, me too. You didn't sound that convinced. Didn't sound <laughs> you wanted that at all. Yeah, me oh. too. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> now I'm now I'm coming up there just to irritate you. 
That was my plan all I'll along. Slow, I'll slow blank at you. You'll come around. You should right. check out the falls when you're up there. Uh, nah, forget it. All right. Um, thank you very much, Jackie. Nice talking to you. Thank you. Lovely right. to meet Bye-bye. you all. Bye. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineering by Eduardo Perez. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. A Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.